another episode of the Comedy Mom Podcast. I am Katie Ipok, your comedy mom. And today I want to talk about how comedy will take over your life. When everyone thinks about doing stand-up, they think about the glory of stand-up. They think about how amazing it is to be the center of attention and the stage time and how many fans are going to get on Instagram. Everyone thinks they're going to be the next Rogan or Stanhope or Schumer. But the thing about stand-up comedy is it's not just about those five to ten minutes you're going to spend on stage, right? Of course, once again, this podcast, it's people for their first year. Um, this isn't just about the time that you spend on stage. For every minute you're going to spend performing, you're going to need to spend double, if not more, time preparing for that set. For a five-minute open mic set, you really should be spending at a very minimum 25 to 30 minutes preparing for that set. Honestly, in the very start of your open mic career, you're probably going to spend hours preparing that five-minute set. So it's going to take over your time. It's going to take over your life. And honestly, stand-up comedy is going to change the way you think. It changes everything about your life. You are going to walk through the world and you're going to see punchlines and premises. You're going to be taking mental notes everywhere you go. You might even be taking actual notes. You know, um, stand-up comedy, it cha- it has changed the way I walk through the world. You know, when I am sitting in a smoking section, I am now actively listening to everyone around me, listening for something funny for me to talk about on stage. You know, every family get-together that I'm around, I'm mentally taking notes about my family to talk about, you know, to take on stage, to talk about, you know, stand-up comedy, it's going to become your social life because it's going to take every free second you have. Your open mics are going to become your night out. Your fellow comedians are going to become your friend group. And you know what? Your non-comic friends, or what I call civilians, they're not going to get it. You know, your friends, they might come to your very first open mic. They might come to a few open mics, but after that, they're not going to come to your open mics with you every week. They're definitely not going to come to your shows. That's something I've had to come to terms with that. Like my non-comic friends are not going to come to shows every week. And you know, your, your non-comic friends are not going to get it. You know, comedy is going to become your new best friend and your old friends are going to get jealous about it. It's just, unfortunately, the way it is. And the reason why comedy takes over your life is because the amount of time and effort that you're going to have to put into it, okay? This is not just about those five minutes you get to spend on stage. You have to prep those five minutes. You have to write every single day. You have to work on your art every single day day, right? You should be trying to write new jokes every day. You should be looking at your jokes every day. You should be, so it, it's a time suck is what I'm trying to say. That's what this episode is. Comedy is a fucking time suck. <laughs> and you have to hit as many open mics as you can. I see so many new people that want to be all in on stand-up comedy and they, you know, they want to be at the same level as everybody else in the scene, but they don't understand that you have to do a shit ton of open mics. You know, right now in Bend, you know, we've kind of had an influx of open mics now. On Mondays, there's two open mics you can go to. 
I have an open mic on Tuesday. I run the open mic on Wednesday. I run. There's two mics you can hit on Thursdays. Plus there's a lot of like cross-discipline open mics you can hit. And you honestly, if you're really serious about stand-up comedy, you should be hitting every single one of those every week. So congratulations. <laughs> you have picked an hobby. You have picked an art form. You have picked a journey that is going to suck every inch of free time that you have. And this is one of the things that kind of bums me out about stand-up comedy. Because not everyone has the privilege of that kind of time and energy to donate to it. Right? There are some people that have full-time jobs and kids and families. You know, you hear a lot about stand-up comedy and how it's, you know, almost all young single guys, right? These comedy bros. That's because there's nothing stopping them from living in their van and traveling about the country. You know, I think that's why, you know, if there's anything that I see missing, you don't see a lot of married people in stand-up. You don't see a lot of new moms in stand-up. I, it's getting better, I think. I think there's a lot of bookers and promoters like me that have kind of seen this um, this issue and the fact that it's really hard to grow stand-up comedy, you know, if you have kids, if you have a family, if you have obligations, because not everyone has the time and energy to donate to it. You know, I get, you know, people say all the time that I'm the hardest working comic in my scene. And the thing is, I have that luxury. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a spoiled housewife, really. And I mean, that's not to say, like, I'm not going to say that we don't financially struggle. We definitely don't live in a mansion. We live in a kind of dilapidated two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> We're getting there. Um, but I have the time and energy to donate, and I choose to donate it to an art form that I love. Um, and I have a husband that 100% has my back all the time. So I can go out every night and hit these open mics. I can go work every night. Um, and my husband gets it. Not everybody has that. You know, either they don't have a spouse that's as supportive, or maybe you're a single parent and you're not going to be able to find a sitter six nights a week. Um, so this is what I'll say to that, because we have another comic in our scene, um, who kind of has this struggle. And I notice that I don't see her losing skill, even though she's not able to get able to go to a lot of open mics. Um, but she is still sinking as much time as she can into her art form, right? She's still writing every day. She's still going over her material. She is do dedicating everything she can, even though she works full time, even though she's a single mom with two kids. That's part of life. And, you know, she's making it work. So you can make it too, but you should be hitting as many open mics as you can. You should be writing every day. If you're going to try stand up comedy, you have to realize that it is much more than just those five minutes you get at an open mic. There is way more to it than just the glory of being on stage. That's it. Comedy is going to take over your life. Your friends aren't going to get it. I know I've, I've lost touch with a lot of friends in the last four years that I've started doing stand up because any nights I have free are donated to comedy. And <laughs> to say that I have nights free, I mean, I don't really have nights free anymore. Like I don't, I don't technically have a gig tomorrow. It's one of the few nights that I have off. Um, and that time will, you know, that then set that time aside and 
spend it with my family because I don't get a lot of time to spend with my family. But this is what comedy is going to do. And, you know, there, there, you know, there's three options in this. Either you cannot do stand up comedy. You can do one open mic and never do it again. And that's cool. Um, you can be in a hobbyist. You can be someone who goes to open mics when you can and you, know, you fill it into your life. And that's fine. I'm one of the few people that is never going to shit on hobbyists. I get it. Um, I respect hobbyists. The only thing you're going to have to keep in mind is you are not going to grow at the same pace of it as everybody else. So you're probably not going to get booked like everybody else. Um, and your other option is to suck it up and put in as much time and effort into your comedy as you can. Um, comedy is not something I don't, I don't care what skill set or what innate like skills you come to the table with stand up. You are not going to grow as a stand up comedian. You are not going to quote unquote make it big. You're not going to make it further in your career if you do not put time and effort in it. There is no one that is naturally perfect at stand up comedy. Everybody has to work on it. Everybody has to spend the time. So congratulations. And I think I think one of the main reasons why people get into stand-up comedy is they get into it for the glory, right? I think a lot of us, and I'm included in this, we have egos and we want to be in front of audiences and we want to get that attention. And that's that's great. It's what motivates us to do what we do. I call it having a performer's heart. Not everyone in the world has those. And we were given those for a reason and we do good things. Um but you have to keep in mind that stand-up is going to be a lot of fucking work. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of work, guys. It's it's the truth. You know, so if you're going to get into stand-up, first of all, don't get into stand-up comedy for the money. Stand-up comedy is an art form like every other art form. No one is going to pay you to practice your art. So you're going to spend a lot of time. And I mean, every scene is different. I know the trajectory here in Bend is a little quicker than elsewhere. But even in Bend, you might spend somewhere between six months to two years before you get your first paid gig. And what I mean by paid gig is you're walking away with 10 bucks. Stand-up comedy is not something you do for money. You're going to spend a lot of time and you're going to spend a lot of energy on it. But it's not something you're going to get back financially right away or ever. Like if you think about it, you know, there's millions of stand-up comics all over the world. And there's what, maybe a thousand of them? making decent money and even less than that, that are, you know, A-list millionaires or whatever. So don't get in stand-up comedy for the money. Don't go to, don't, don't get in, don't stay. I mean, you're going to get into it for the attention, but don't stay in it for the attention. If you're going to do stand-up comedy, you need to do it because you love the art form. If you're going to stay in stand-up comedy and you are going to put every extra out of time and energy you have, you need to do it because you love it. Because you love writing jokes. You love going to open mics. Um, that's why you do stand-up comedy. And yeah, uh, comedy is going to become your social life. And that that comes with its own struggles. I think anytime there's a collection of human beings, there's going to be drama and there's going to be strife. And that's not easy. You know, I'm still trying to figure out how to navigate that both as a performer and a leader. You know, trying to, you know, find that line between being authentic and honest and not, you know, stirring pots and talking shit. And I think as all comics maybe 
a lot of us kind of struggle with that because we're to do stand up comedy, you're authentic and you're honest and you can be sometimes kind of brazen. And that can, you know, a social scene full of those kinds of people can be hard. So when comedy is your social life and open mics your night out, it's tough when there's people there that you don't like. But you got to kind of suck that up, too. You'd suck it up. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. You're going to be around people you don't like. You're going to have people that, that treat you in a way that you don't like. You know, I'm constantly... And I mean, I probably shouldn't say this on this podcast, but I'm constantly surrounded by people that I don't like. I wouldn't choose to hang out with them outside of stand-up comedy. And I can pretty, I can tell that a lot of people have no interest in hanging out with me outside of stand-up comedy. That's fine. (laughs) But at least we're civil and we're, you know, friendly, you know, but not, not every scene has that balance. Not every scene can do that. So that makes it hard. Um, and trying to balance your life. It's, it's hard. You know, I'm lucky to have a spouse that understands that he shares me with comedy. Like I'm married to my husband. I'm committed to my marriage, but I am just as married to comedy and committed to comedy too. He has to share me. Um, not everyone has a partner that can do that. And let me tell you right now, stand-up comedy is going to wreak fucking havoc on any romantic relationship you have. Um, if you're lucky, <laughs> you might find a way to date another stand-up comic. That comes with its own deal on its own, which I can't really talk about. I got into comedy after I got married, so I never had to date as a stand-up comic. But if you try to date a civilian, they're not going to get it. <laughs> like, well, I can't say that. There's, I've seen plenty of chuckle bunnies that get it. Um, I'm lucky enough because... You know, I talked earlier, a lot of stand-up comedy is single dudes. So I see a lot of girlfriends. I see a lot of chuckle bunnies. And really, the chuckle bunnies that we have around our scene right now are great. Like, they seem to get it. They seem to be supportive. Um, you know, but those comics are also doing a good job of trying to balance their life and, you know, have date nights outside of taking, the, you know, taking their girlfriends to an open mic night. But, you know, that shit, it's going to wreak havoc. Trying to find that, you know, trying to find that balance in life is hard. But when your hobby is demanding as comedy is, it's not going to be easy. Comedy is going to take over your life. Um, but it's worth it, guys. Uh, if you're doing stand-up comedy and you have stood on that stage, you understand that it's worth it. And if you really put in the time and effort, it's going to come back. If you're taking the time to write every day, if you're taking the time to craft your jokes, if you are really working on your art form, it's going to pay in the result. It might not pay in money, but it's going to pay in the result. Because I love it. I bet you love it too. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening. You love stand-up comedy. You want to do stand-up comedy. That's the tea. That's pretty much it. Um, if you have something you would like to hear me talk about, please email me, comedymompodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. I might start a Facebook page just to whatever. Um, well, that's it. It's another episode of the comedy bomb podcast. As always take your vitamins, take good care of yourself and don't be a dick on stage. Mm-hmm.